Welcome to the Maxwell Project. This is a weekly show about content creation, tech and lifestyle. I'm your host Max and now let's start the show. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to a new episode of the Maxwell Project and today I have the last of the Aussie trio. Actually he's a Kiwi living in Australia. Um, He's possibly the most famous Formula One fan in the tech community, and he goes by the name Squarelism. Welcome to the show, Tarn. How are you doing? I am good. Hey, everyone. My name's Tarn, and um, thank you for having me, and I can't wait to talk a whole lot of crap. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you are just going through uh, the hot season. You're, you're, um, you're going through summer. The humidity is crazy. Uh, um, how do you deal with that? Um, I don't know how I deal with it. Um, I live like five minutes away from the beach and I don't even go down. I like hardly go down there because it gets so busy. It's just so busy and, and you can't find a car park. Um, because I'm, I basically, I live on the Gold Coast of Australia. It's like beach, beautiful, you know, if you know anything about Australia, these beautiful golden beaches everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I live on the Gold Coast and it's highly populated by tourists and the borders are very close. So you get um, this, we have, I think, close by is New South Wales. It's like about 15, 20 minute drive on the border. Because mm-hmm. if I drive to the border now, I can stand between the line and I'll be like one hour ahead, one hour behind, one hour ahead. It's pretty, oh, it's quite, it's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's like a whole plaque and, and they yeah. have the special, you know, line oh, across my. and, so I, uh, you know, play that Fuck game. Like, I'm one hour behind. Yeah, because if you go uh, before I head towards your question, uh, if you go mm-hmm. towards the border during New Year's, <laughs> you can watch the fireworks here, and then one hour later, you can watch you can celebrate New Year's oh twice. That is that is <laughs> it's funny, kind right? of confusing, and it's absolutely funny. I like that. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's... So like, <laughs> you can yeah, it's funny because like one year I when I watched fireworks and then an hour later, you see this mm-hmm. an hour later, you see New South Wales <laughs> celebrating New Year's. They're going crazy. Then, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. No, I live five minutes away from the beach and mm-hmm. um, the way I deal with it is uh, moaning, just complaining. I always turn on the heat. I don't have air conditioning in my office. Mm-hmm. So around about three o'clock, I leave the office because it gets so hot in here. Yeah. Um, and then you just go downstairs where it's a bit cooler. Um, and, and, or if I can go for a swim, I just go for a swim. Otherwise, Man, I, just, there's not much you can do. Yeah. I, I don't envy you at the moment. Well, I do envy you at the moment, but not comparing summers. Um, because this summer we had like, I think the hottest day we had was around 40. 40 degrees and and it's yeah i was so i'm one of these maniacs even during with or with 34 to 40 degrees i'm in the gym working out (laughs) um yeah 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 yeah. and i'm sweating balls just like you are now (laughs) it's dripping no sorry (laughs) (laughs) no um i like um um the it's not yeah as you said before like um before we started the podcast so mm-hmm. the the heat it's not the issue it's the humidity like humidity, it just yeah. everything just sticks to you 
Um, it's <laughs> like, even, <laughs> no, but, um, even, yeah, it's, everything just sticks to you. As soon as you walk out the mall or the house, it's just, you just get hit yeah. uh, with this humidity. If you've ever been to Southeast funny. Asia, uh, yeah. if anyone's been to Southeast Asia, it's very similar to humidity there. Uh, okay. Southeast Asia, like Vietnam and Thailand and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but you, yeah. if if it's if it's like that, if it's like 24 degrees for you, but it's like 40 percent humidity, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. You can, you can uh, yeah, it's right. like 20, 24 now, and it's like 60 percent mm -hmm. humidity. You know. It's it's, yuck. It's you can imagine being mm -hmm. in the city. Uh, in, in the concrete jungle you know I was in Melbourne a couple of years ago and I had a meeting up there and you know as soon as you walk out because everything is so it's intense by the concrete because the concrete heats up as soon as you walk outside the wall it's like you can feel the like you know in, okay. the, in cartoons they have a mm -hmm. gun that, that, egg, a ray gun and it hits yeah. you or Dragon Ball Z it's mm -hmm. like that You walk out, you feel like a spirit bomb just hit you, like in Goku <laughs> and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> like Goku's been waiting outside with his spirit bomb, waiting for you to come out, and he just releases it, and that's what you get when you are in the city. Is it Goku with the spirit bomb on Namek? Yeah, yeah, exa exactly. With like with freezer, it's just say, just say all the buildings are the people uh, putting oh, energy yeah. into the spirit bomb, and that's like that. It's just and you're just fucked. Fucked for life. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the best Goku, eh? Namek. Um, oh, damn, bomb. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. I think um, in, in comparison to all to Freezer and uh, to Vegeta, that was maybe the most overpowered Goku towards or compared compared to, to Vegeta and Freezer. Yeah, yeah. That was probably the most, um, if you can make a good comparison, that was like steroid-free <laughs> steroids free Goku before he became you know morphing and transforming mm -hmm. uh, and that was pure Goku without the yeah. steroids <laughs> yeah because that was his his transformation to a super saiyan was uh, forced because Frieza killed um, oh man the bald one who what's his, what's his name oh uh, uh, not, not Piccolo no no he, did he kill he, oh, no, no. no he killed the, the um, But oh, you know, it's a little he, guy, the short yeah, one. Yeah, the little guy. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember his name now. I don't either. Uh, I, this, I can't. But we can search for know. it. But yeah, yeah I think people, people know. You guys know. Yeah. And that the that short guy. Of, little short guy. <laughs> um, yeah, and that that kind of infuriated him that bad that he he transformed yeah, him yeah. into Super Saiyan. Although yeah, Broly was somewhere around already, so yeah, yeah. could couldn't be a second <laughs> okay. Super Saiyan. Which, oh, I just I haven't watched Dragon Ball Z in so long. I just dragged on too much. Yeah, yeah. If, but if you look at if you watch the remake, I think it's uh, Dragon Ball Z. What's what's the? I think I watched a bit of it when mm -hmm. the remake oh, basically cuts out. The remake cuts out all the the parts where they kind of you know forcing the spirit bomb or the whatever, and um, it kind of shortcuts everything. So the story is yeah, yeah, okay. streamlined. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But if you if you talk about overpowered, Gohan versus Cell during the Cell tournament. Oh one, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one-handed Gohan, he's overpowered. That's that's when he yeah that's when he kind of like um, really peak and then he collapsed and and then he yeah. just had to come down. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, when he became yeah. Saiyan man or Saiyan, the superhero. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't remember, bro. I just think yeah, so long. It's fine. Let's it's move fine. on. Let's move on. Yeah. So, um, for those who live behind the moon, Tarn or Squarelism is mostly known for working on his personal brand, but also on his professional brand, Hustle Anywhere. Um, but you recently moved more into working on your own on Tarn. The you, you, um, you got more into YouTube, you started vlogging, um, you can post it more frequently, more regular on your personal page. Um, and also, you just made the move to iOS. So how do you like iOS? Yeah. You made a, I know you made a video about your top five features. Um, yeah. Maybe you can have a little, just a little bit of what you like about iOS without taking too much from your video. Uh, yeah, well, I think mainly the, the, the main thing I would probably mm -hmm. talk about is AirDrop and, and the synchronization between some of the apps. Because um, as soon as you, if, if one app recognizes it's been open on your phone, it automatically shows on your uh, desktop, your laptop, yeah. and asking you if you want to sync, like transfer certain data. Uh -huh. um, like you can, you notice when you're, and you're in Chrome as well, like, do you want to transfer this over? I, I just like the reminder, um, just, just the sync, as I said, like the sync, but mainly I, I just love AirDrop, particularly when it comes from a creator perspective where you're constantly transferring files. And with, before, before that, um, I was using different apps and, Android, so that uh, the, the integration was never there. So I had to take mm -hmm. two or three steps for the application to recognize the other device. Yeah. There are other, you know, there are other similar um, features from other mm -hmm. applications, but it's just never the same. It was just never the speed was never the same. Always had issues with files not being yeah. recognized. Um, Apple makes it very hard for third-party brands or uh, third-party applications or uh, developers to, with Android, with the Android side, to make it work seamlessly. But on the other side, if you're on iOS and macOS, it's so fluent. There's no issue at all. It's so perfectly working most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like if you follow me on my Instagram. Um, If you notice that my my stories um, my stories have changed a bit because I'm able to transfer files video files a bit better because I like making uh, video I like uploading video content like animated content mm -hmm. onto my stories uh, you know like with all the videos that I've uploaded lately with like with the 80s vibe and the synth wave and um, I love that we running I love that you like them that's a my that's amazing yeah. really. That's cool. I just, it's something else. Yeah, it's just, not seen everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And like, uh, like I think everything, the, anything old will become new and will trigger mm -hmm. more emotions towards people as well because they've never seen it. Nostalgia. You know, cause, yeah, yeah, exactly. So like when I post my story about my boombox that I purchased about 10 years ago, that the story just boom. Like everyone was like, and when I found the Michael Jackson tape, Mm -hmm. inside the um, boombox or ghetto blaster i was shocked i, was, I didn't even know it was in there because i spent hours because my my girlfriend's parents they um mm -hmm. they go thrifting a lot um they, so they're really good at, at 
that kind of stuff, making side hustle, the side hustle, and they go op shops a lot. And I always, when I go with them, I'm, I'm looking, always looking for that Michael Jackson tape. And when I opened that blue box and I found that tape in there, I was like, man, I was that cool back 10 years ago. Was I that cool? But I had that tape in there. And it's yeah, great. anyway, it's great. Yeah. Everyone loved it. Like, yeah. I yeah. think um, because you, and that this is not a knock on those who are putting in the work and have all these blackout icons, but uh, the ones that you put out, it's completely different. It's not seen everywhere, anywhere um, on Instagram and it gives a new cool vibe and a, a different feeling than what you other uh, see yeah. in other places. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, carry on. Um, I don't know what I was going to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's that late there, right? Yeah, yeah bro. Um, yeah, yeah. I think originally I create, like I saw, I, I saw heaps of other creators and there are heaps of apps out there. If you immerse yourself into that, um, that niche, there are really cool ones, but a lot of them are very either techy or um, um, just messy basically uh, but I really created from for myself um, because I'm very one my first release was more of 80s vibe um, and then the second ones I'm very I like things to match so I created those mm -hmm. color icons with not too exact color of the iPhones but very similar colors to yeah. all the iPhones so I know that when, after I created them there I, I started to look more and I saw other brands other pages You know, other brands offering mm -hmm. the same as well but they're they just but they only they charge you like twenty dollars but i'm like reading through and I'm like what you're only giving me four forty icons for twenty dollars yeah and it's a ripple. us dollars yeah and, and, and you know but they're marketing that the way they're like marketing is all about the packaging and stuff like that and i get lazy on that sometimes i just let <laughs> <laughs> so I, anyway um if anyone's listening and you bought them uh thank you for um buying my icons thank you for buying my coffee if you want to check them out i will put them in the description of the podcast so you can check the yeah yeah the episode and yeah. then click the link do that yeah buy them <laughs> he gets he, i get all the money uh, max gets nothing yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's absolutely fine i get you on the podcast i'm i'm good with that that's so. my payment <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's my payment. <laughs> that's <laughs> Thank fine. you. That's Appreciate fine. it. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I got a lot of uh, a couple of topics lined up, um, and yeah, I think sure, that, far away. Yeah, this is one I think that um, you you cover this on your on your page, on your personal, but also on your brand's page. But um, explain what is your main gig? What are you doing? Um, what's your journey? Yeah, yeah. Um, Probably about six years ago, I was working in retail. And mm -hmm. while I was working in retail, I did a lot of uh, side hustles. So when I started, what really got me going is when um, I started to import products. And one of them was phone cases. So I started mm -hmm. importing phone cases and I started selling them online. And that's when I got really into it's like, well, I can sit in the comfort of my own home and make money. Like, And then that really got me thinking outside of the box. Like, like anything I, I got, I really got into anything that helped that made me money without having leaving my house. And that yeah. was online. So I really started to like upskill myself and like, it's just a Think bad, big. it's a, 
Yeah, it's a bad thing at the same time, but at the same mm. time, it's a good thing. Uh, is that I don't have any regret in this because I, I, I upskill myself so much where I, um, let's just say nothing became successful because I was always aiming for upskilling myself. Yeah. Once I kind always of chasing my, the next goal and yeah, and yeah, I was always bigger and better. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like I was, I would do one thing, and then that was working. But I got mm -hmm. bored because I learned it, so I moved on. Yeah. So like, so like the first thing was like the cases. I got, um, I was like, okay, I've made money from this. Like I could push it, push it more, and I did push it a little bit. I had my own brand. Mm -hmm. um, my first brand was, ah, uh, what was it called? I can't remember the name of it. I had like, <laughs> I, had, I created a logo, and and I, I started a store. This was in New mm -hmm. Zealand. Um, six years okay. ago or maybe yeah. a while ago and make good money i had a shop and you know it was actually working oh, damn nice yeah 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 i had a shop online store website it was just working it's good and then i started getting to youtube um doing tech products i really like tutorials i started i used to obviously being android i used to do a lot of hacking and customization mm -hmm. and i got onto um youtube and then i did youtube for but i grew i was actually growing really well um and as i said before one thing after that i achieved it i was like okay my videos people liked it i grew to like 500 subscribers mm -hmm. and then i moved on like i didn't continue on it it was just as, as i said before like it's my it's my downfall because i just knew, like once i achieved something like not i couldn't take it further i just yeah. moved on to something else If, for I you started... from 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 sorry to interrupt you but from what i take what's my take on that is it's not for you about um getting rich or making a lot of money it's about the satisfaction of achieving something and if you achieve that goal it's not giving you anything more you know after so if you let's say you mm -hmm. set the goal for, for 500 subscribers and you reached that goal that's like well i did it why you know i proved myself for that goal why should i go further exactly. if i could get the next goal set out and and done yeah 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 100%, like that's a good way to put it i um mm -hmm. oh sorry did you hear that's that? fine that's fine no problem get out of here get out of here <laughs> oh what they're all girls too just joking they're not girls <laughs> i hope my girlfriend's not listening to this um yeah yeah bro like i i said like I could have continued on with YouTube. It was tech related as well. So back then there were many tech reviewers and I could probably, I like to be honest, if I keep going with it, I could have been at maybe a couple hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah. yeah. If I did, you know, not to kind of boost myself, but like I could have, like initially I was growing, that, yeah. that 500 grew really fast. Mm -hmm. uh, and after that, I just moved on and I started, um, anyway, long story Actually, I want to tell you this. Like, I, I started to get to um, to I like to I started to tinker on iPhones as well because I knew mm -hmm. iPhones was a bit of a market with Apple products. So I started making um, when this is when D brand was starting out. They were quite they were getting big. Mm -hmm. um, they were setting out lots of products and they were just growing them as well. So I started to me and my friend we bought a vinyl cutter. Oh. Uh, we bought a vinyl cutter we spent yeah. like we got a loan out and we bought this machine and we started making custom decals for macbooks yeah 
and, and that was like I was design. I had heaps of designs, and I um I can't remember the, what I called it either. It's just and it went really well in New Zealand mm -hmm. because it was quite new, and and that's time when um, schools were required to kids to be required to have laptops as well, mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. was booming, and you know all the Chromebooks, yeah, and, and all that. So we heaps of people wanted custom ones, you know, name tags, and that was booming as well, and. Once again, like I achieved it, I <laughs> I got bored. That's fine. Then, that's fine. Um, we moved on. I moved on. Mm -hmm. I sold the machine. I moved on. Uh, I kind of regret selling the machine because now I can't make my own stickers. <laughs> <laughs> and well, anyway, so I got into that, and then I got into iPhones, and I started um, importing iPhone screens because that's when the iPhone screens are quite repairable. Yeah. Um, and I started to repair iPhone screens. But uh, before that iPhone screen, I was working in, while all this was happening, I was still working in retail. Um, I went on holiday and I came back and I was like, man, this sucks. I don't want to be in this job anymore. I liked the job in general, like, but I didn't want to work for anyone anymore. So I, was, I had a bit of money and I was like, what the, what the hell? I, like, I quit that job. Um, and then I went for another job that wasn't full time, because um, okay. previous previously I was that job was was retail and selling technology. Before that, I was in the teleco communication. Um, uh, like the last time you were talking to one of your guys, he was working for Telstra. Yeah, James. Was it James? Yeah, yeah. yeah James, James, was I, James was working for Telstra. I started off working with uh, Vodafone. Oh, uh, so competitors. From, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was in New Zealand, and you know what? Yeah, okay. I moved to Melbourne a while ago, a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I worked for Telstra, um, uh -huh. so I started. I worked for Telstra. Uh, while yeah, and then uh, anyway, um, I left there and I worked for another teleco. And I moved back to New Zealand. And I worked for another teleco, which they called Two Degrees. I was working them part time as a business consultant. And while I was doing that, I was doing, um, I was repairing um, iPhones. So I was repairing iPhone screens. Yeah. And I got really into that. So I quit yeah. that job as a business consultant and I mm -hmm. found a shop and I opened up a shop, a mobile repair shop. I knew nothing about iPhones. I didn't even own an iPhone. <laughs> but like, you were per repairing them. Yeah, I was repairing iPhones and I didn't even own an iPhone, literally. Only iPhone I touched was customer's iPhone. Mm -hmm. And my the only thing I knew is like even when I was like talking to customers, showing them something on my phone, I pulled out an Android phone. <laughs> you were kind of no, what the I, heck? Yeah, I like literally I didn't I, I so anyway, I I had this brand called um my mobile company repair company was called iSymbol. Mm -hmm. Um hope you like that name, iSymbol. And um <laughs> had logo everything and it was i was making good money too like you know thousands a week repairing yeah. iphone screen and at the same time i was supplying iphone screens to other companies in new zealand um so they were ordering like, it was really it was scary because these orders weren't i wasn't used to all these orders they were, they were like thousands of dollars like ten thousand dollar orders and i was having them shipped from china and My. you know and i was quite busy 
I was freaking out, man. Like this company, <laughs> these companies, like, oh, ton. Um, we're looking at you know five grand, this screen, this screen, this screen, mm-hmm. ten grand, this screen. And I was freaking out. I was like, holy shit! Like, and you know, because <laughs> with tech is that the issue with technology is that faults, faulty. Yeah. When you order so many screens, faulty. Mm-hmm. So and. And it's not just me because when people install screens, they it can break and they can install it wrong, and then the, the blame always goes back to the supplier. You have to deal with it. Of course, yeah. And when they come back to me and had all these screens come back to me and suppliers I deal with, and and that was you know, that was hectic as well. And, and I was doing it, and then uh, I don't know why I achieved it. I threw in the towel. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm going to Australia." Go to the next. And, on and to here the next. I am, like. Yeah, on to the next things. Um, yeah. Here I am. Um, when I moved to Australia, I before that, I dabbled in a bit of Instagram. And here I mm-hmm. am um, doing, um, now I'm a, at the end of, to, to end the story, sorry guys, that was quite long. Um, <laughs> now I'm, I class myself as a digital freelancer. So I, I, once again, I upskill myself to uh, web design, graphic. Before this, all of this, I was, I studied graphic design. So I studied getting into graphic design again, content creation, um, building website. I did a lot of website design. Um, so I have, a, so that's where most, and a lot of uh, social media management. Um, I got really deep into social media. If you ask me anything about it, social media in general, marketing, um, I can probably answer that as, as well. So Ooh, I, that's good to know. So I upskill yeah. in the end of the day, um, I upskill myself to more of digital um, learning. So yeah. um, UX, UI design, uh, graphic, web hosting, um, I, yeah, web design and mainly in, in digital social media marketing design, anything like that. So that's where I am now. That's that, good. Does that yeah. answer you? <laughs> yeah. What a journey. But, um, you know, you, you were kind of a... Um, I don't know if it's quite the right term, but kind of a trailblazer. You were going places and everywhere and anywhere, and you started things um, at probably a very young age where people would say that it's out of reach for for your age. But you, you saw a big picture. You saw a goal that you wanted to achieve. You saw a challenge, and then you went for it with, with all that you got. And once you achieved that, you know, on to the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah bro. Like, I... I love learning new skills mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But this year particularly, I, um, I I had to put like an end to all that, uh, uh, like in some way. I'm like not totally. I'm still learning other things, but I now have to basically put everything I've learned into play and make it work mm-hmm. for me because I'm not getting any younger, um, and I've got other goals like adult. Adult I have to be more of an adult now. Adult goals, and I'm like. You know, like um, I'm paying taxes because I work yeah. for myself. I'm paying taxes. I have to manage or you know, I have to manage my mm-hmm. tax um, records. So that like, you know, all that. So I don't have too much time to learn. Well, I'm actually learning how to do my fucking tax. <laughs> you know, I didn't teach you. They didn't teach you that in school first. No, oh, my God. That's, that's a um, life lesson. Yeah, so that's taxes. what you guys... Yeah, bro. So that's that's what you everyone will be seeing in the next few months is that we're um, putting everything I've learned into grow my own brand now myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like personal brand is so much stronger um, than yeah. like my personal. I would say my personal brand is stronger than Hustle Anywhere in general because there's a face to it. 
Mm-hmm. So when you put a face to a brand, it's so hundred percent times stronger. That's why yes. celebrities. That's why brands put celebrities and a face mm-hmm. in, into their own brand, yep. and, and and that's like Travis Scott is one of them. It's like uh, who 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 has no matter where you look, you? no matter where you look, if 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 you put a face or a name to to a brand, um, it gets recognized like a thousand times faster. Um, people can relate to it. People trust it more. Um, but I think with both your brands, your personal brand um, that has been more active because also because of YouTube, you're showing your face, you're showing your um, IRL self, you're showing everything that you go through um, within that video. Um, in, that is uh, that is very connecting and very uh, relatable to people. But also your your hustle anywhere brand that is kind of a you know sometimes. Um, when you start something new and you don't have, you're not that confident, you're not, you're not that uh, self, self-conscious about yourself, or you're self-conscious yeah, about yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, you start something without a face, it's faceless, but you can start growing, start yeah. um, getting confidence in your abilities, in your yeah, 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 yeah. stuff. And then you yeah. take the next step to be more person, yeah. personal. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think like it's for me. It's very hard to kind of explain mm-hmm. my ideas and what I had like all my life. I just, I just, I, I kind of just stop explaining myself and I just let, just let people see what I'm doing because I'm really bad at explaining things. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, just I'm really bad at explaining things. But like with hustle anywhere is, I'm just more of um. I just want to invoke emotions and invoke um like the feeling of um, trying something new, a feeling, a feeling of doing anything anywhere um, and, yeah. and just working from your laptop, as I said, mm-hmm. that's why there's a lot of um, pictures, images of people working from any location. Digital and, nomads. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Like you don't even have to be a digital nomad. You can mm-hmm. work for a company and, and of course, you know, people yeah, yeah. might, yeah people might want to work for a company and and still live that lifestyle and and, and that so you can be part of a, a company and and work from your laptop i think it's more like working from your laptop making money online uh, or being a digital freelancer in this case here um yeah. but I, th- I think it's just more that it's just more mm-hmm. me of triggering people to think outside of the box a bit more uh, about yeah. what they want to do uh, in this new uh, era mm-hmm. of you know online Maybe take inspiration from others. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, this this is a question that kind of interests me a lot because um, yeah. I'm sitting at just below eight k um, only on Instagram, but you have on your personal page you you I think you're at <laughs> thirty five thousand, and on Hustle Anyway you're also at thirty five, um, and I can even manage my one page and all the I stuff have, that um, I have around. But if I have how do page. you manage? Oh, you even have another. But how do you manage I, like these huge um, Instagram pages and keep it up with content all the time, even <laughs> to come up with oh, new shit. ideas and new stuff and everything? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just like most, like anything else, you mm-hmm. uh, really have to immerse yourself into that yeah. niche. So my niche is basically a technology and workspace mm-hmm. and i'm um i probably do it too much but as you get older you're trying to find a balance so before i was just doing 100 things at once 
as from my last story. I was just moving on and on. So these days here, um, I just I just try and like like there's a there's a, there's a there's a word where you don't you don't want to be busy. You just want to be productive. And for me, before I I was trying to be you know, telling people I'm busy, I'm busy, busy. Now, you know, I'm just trying to be productive. Being productive gives you more of uh, of a result than being busy yeah. in general. Agree. Agree. Um, so, so before all of this, I was managing, you know, um, as I said before, nothing was growing the way I wanted to grow because I was doing too many things at once because I actually have another personal page that I was trying to grow as well. This is my personal brand. And then I haven't done a personal page, which is about three and a half thousand followers. And, hmm. you know, I ditched, I ditched that. <laughs> and then I went. Again, and, the ditching. Like, yeah, yeah. And I, I was just doing too many things at once. And I have, um, so I like the name Squealism as well. And I just came up with that because Squealism, if anyone knows, for anyone that don't know, Squealism is basically uh, minimalism and living outside the box put together. So live outside the square. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. That's, that's creative. I like that. So, so that's where it came from. Um, so living it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. It's a, it's a written metaphor. Oh, really? Yeah, I would say, maybe I, I would say how you explain it. It's yeah. a written metaphor. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. I'll take that. I don't know. I that. don't know if, if that's a real thing, but I just made that up and that will go into whatever it needs to be in. So <laughs> someone Wikipedia that someone made that into <laughs> urban dictionary schoolism. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's where it came from. Like, I, I got inspired by different works, but I think like mm -hmm. everyone talks about Aral. Um, and so Aral was probably one of the guys that motivated me to, um, mm -hmm. to, but to be honest, like how Squidism grew was was a strategy for me because it didn't grow from my personal brand. It actually embarked, grew from knowing, like if you look further down my page, Squidism, it actually originally started out as a workspace inspiration yeah. Um, po repost page. Okay. So this is a strategy that I've seen more often now than when I started. No one, no one was doing this, and mm -hmm. I think I, I like it's, Instagram was so much, but it's so much bigger. Maybe I missed it, but I, I think I was the first to really do it. Front runner. There, when I started, when I started, there was maybe three or four pages that were big in terms of that repost. I think I set up. Um, mm -hmm workspace uh, uh, inspiration minimal workspace mm -hmm. I think those were three the ogs and they the ogs and then i came in and literally within months my page was growing at a remarkable rate um i got to my strategy was that i had to get to a certain point where i can just be happy with and i think when i hit thirty thousand or more i was just like man i was just happy with this i was like growing it uh, anymore would this maybe be too hard and it might throw out the algorithm and, and everything like that. So I slowly transitioned from my personal to this as Squillism being actually my personal brand name. So for anyone that's uh, listening, that's Squillism started as a repost page and then mm -hmm. I slowly converted it to my own personal brand. And that's a strategy that is commonly used with uh, like, other brands as well that I actually started to help other brands do the same uh, and where, where they would grow in a certain niche 
and, and then some of the slowly over time convert them to uh, their own brand name. Yeah. So you uh, it's, kind of re-educate the audience. You start with one thing and then you bring in a personality, a face or whatever, and then you kind of yeah. convert them over. Um, that's, I think um, that's, a, that's a good idea, but you have, to, you have to be patient with that. You have to yeah, be, 100%. you have to be patient. You have to be, um, you have to be, still have to be consistent and you have to take in, in the fact that you will lose a following. You will lose some, some traffic yeah, yeah. I, I while was, yeah, yeah. repackaging the, the whole like, thing. Yeah, bro. Um, like, the, you know, because I thought it was worth it because I did everything manually. I did not use any software. I mm -hmm. like every day I would come in, I would find like collect. I had, I had, you know, you could save content into categories and in, in Instagram. I had everything categorized and then just say search every day. I would come in, save, post, repost manually, yep. did everything manually uh, for, I would say for two years, wow. I was growing this page. Um, you know, I could have grown faster, but then mm -hmm. at some point I got really, I slowed down a bit uh, to rethink what's going on and everything like that. I and, think and you, this is where I am right now. Yeah. I think you, you need that. Um, sometimes a, because there were, um, when, when I started, um, when I started my page in the beginning of the year, I think you were one of the first creators that I got in touch with. Um, I think it was first through hustle anywhere. And then I saw your personal brand um, and I, I don't know if that's correct, but during our summer, um, probably in early June, July, um, you weren't posting that much on your personal brand. I think you were kind of uh, doing some business stuff uh, in real life. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Where you took a step back from your Instagram and you, I think you mostly did the hustle anywhere thing. Yeah, um, that's right. Uh, and now you, you know, it kind of is a 360, no, a 180, you know, now you are on the personal grind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think we, we touched base on those. Uh, like, I think, I think like my, your relation, my relationship now, we're kind of friends now because we did talk about a few personal stuff. Yeah, you know, absolutely. When, when you, when you're down, you know, Instagram could be a really great place because you, mm -hmm you know you open the gates with other uh, creators already and you you and they're prepared to listen and like me and you will like when we exchange a few personal things and we help each other here and there when we're down and i think yeah when i was i stopped hosting because i was i got into like maybe i was burnt out because i was doing that and i was trying to work out what you know i have to pay bills as well and i was working out my digital freelancing as well mm -hmm. and and i got burnt out and yeah You know, it, it sometimes to, can get to, hard. Yeah, I had to like step back and analyze what makes me happy, and mm. um, and I had yeah. And now I'm back and I'm creating more content and transitioning now. Yeah, I think you um, you you mentioned that on multiple posts. Uh, I think after after July, where you mm. mentioned that you. You took a step back, or you were rethinking, revamping your approach to your personal brand, to hustle anywhere, and uh, you kind yeah. of re refocused on what makes you happy, and that was kind of the main focus for you during these months to find a way that 
makes you happy creating content and be consistent yeah 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 so to show you to tell you guys like anyone that's listening um so basically the last maybe the last week or two i've um, everything that i've been planning i've changed direction and the one was that i wanted to work with more brands and i think mm-hmm. in one of my posts the story i said i want to work with more brands so i've changed my direction and the funniest thing is anyone like anyone that's listening you can do this you just have to be very smart about it and your content has to be um, matching those brands that want to work with you so yeah. in the last two or three days i've had four brands reach out to me and these aren't small brands mm-hmm. um did I say small and then small? Yeah, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I like, anyway, they, uh, no, I had more, oh, sorry, I said more, not small. Sorry, the accent comes in. Has more brands reach out to me and these aren't small brands mm-hmm. and these are big brands. And I yesterday, I think I sent out my first sponsorship contract. Congrats. So I'm getting, you know, this brand reached out to me and asked me, how much do you want to get paid and what you're worth? Mm-hmm. And I gave a number. Obviously, it wasn't ridiculous because I want this brand. Yeah. Um, this is a pretty big brand. I was shocked. And I signed this, I signed the contract, um, sent it through, and um, waiting for products now. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, this was, this any, is, uh, sorry. You go ahead. It was like... Um, like love both looking at, at each other like your next um anyway yeah um i've i've had brands reach out to me and um um and yeah just because i've changed my strategy and ways i've taken my images now so obviously um i've just done a bit of homework that's all mm-hmm. yeah yeah um this this <laughs> this would have been one of my next questions is brand collaborations yep. because um this is one thing that uh, that I really admire about you. I uh, I try and get into that or move towards towards that approach, um, but you keep the the brand work on your personal page to a minimum. So you don't have most of the content that you create over over the last few months was you. There was only you. You had a topic that you want to cover. Um, it was your desk setup or something on your desk, and um, but you 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 grew you grew through just pure you uh, through personality and then working in um, a collaboration every once in a while and getting more into that I think um, is pretty good and I want to because what I'm doing um, and this is not a knock against any of the other creators that that I call my friends but um, sometimes you see a um, you see so many paid uh paid posts or collaborations with brands um that it's kind of gets overwhelming you feel like it's it's like an advertising uh yeah it's a lot of noise um yes it's a lot of noise so yeah bro like let me touch on that subject a bit more like i i see this is how you know i see people grow really fast because they've Mm -hmm. done that because there's always something new so people are always engaging in that uh that has impacted me because i haven't done that Mm -hmm. but I don't care. <laughs> I think it's so much for that. Like, it's, for example, Hustle Anywhere, like seriously, the amount of messages I get for brands to collab or do free giveaways, hey, I'll give you this to do a promotion. Like if you notice on Hustle Anywhere, I'm at 30, 37K on that now. Mm-hmm. 
And I haven't done one single, maybe once I've done, but I haven't done one single paid um, promotion on that. Um, it's, it's really like, people might hate this. People might like, like think I'm losing out on money and stuff like that. At the end of the day, um, money will come. But I just, for, for me, for out of respect for my personality, I just don't want to be a sellout. I just don't want to be a sellout. And that's why I haven't done that on my personal pages. But I just feel like I just don't want to be a sellout. <laughs> I think that's the main reason. I just don't want to be the sellout guy. Um, and, and now because it has, I've gotten to a point where I need to see some results in terms of income. Yeah, or, of course. So, and, you know, there's a step, but I, I'm just going to do it my way. I, there's a way that I do it where it's not overly um, overwhelming. You know, overwhelming and yeah. a lot of noise and sell yeah. out. But it's going to happen. And, like, I can't avoid it. And we all, you know, we do this for fun, of course, but who would turn down a paycheck if they do something that they like? You know? Yeah. And I think um, because I'm, I'm what I what I was going into, um, I'm kind of want to reduce the brands that I work with and only work with brands that I really truly enjoy that I reach out to that I propose my idea to, and then yeah. work with them long term. Again, this is not a knock against anyone in the community. Um, I love the work that they're doing, uh, but I have a different idea in mind on how I want to work with brands, and I think. Um, you have a, without have ever having talked about this, um, you have a similar idea in mind, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, um, before I move on, yeah, thank you for um, what you said before about, mm -hmm. you know, how you like me not doing it. And it's really good for someone to notice because as you see, like if you look at any other page at similar size of mine, you can see a lot of that kind of stuff happening. Um, and also particularly with smaller pages because before I started the community was very small but now since you started um, I think around your bubble the community is so big now in terms of that like listening to your podcast from what James said that the community is now supportive uh, which is great and also the inspiration for the community makes that Everyone that's starting out, their content is so good now, which means that brands are reaching out to you a lot more. And yeah. that is because you're so, when you start and that happens to you, you're going to immediately jump on board. Like literally, you're going to jump on board and you can't, like that. Re it's really enticing. And then you jump on board and, you know, that, that doing too much of that could ruin your page where it becomes your personality is left behind and your your page becomes more of an advertising a billboard as you said before um you know and particularly when it comes with new technology being released all the time it's and it is bad because the trends really started that with all these small pages when they start they always they that talk that you know the content the pictures and, and everything for you it's different because you're already using their products you know what i mean like you're already using apple products and stuff like that i i But started with some, products that i already had and or i bought with my own money um and yeah. then you know the the small collaborations came in you get a um you get a, a cheap 
product for free. You get this, you get that. You start with yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I don't want to cut you off, but the first brand that I really reached out to that I absolutely wanted to work with is Rode because I yeah. used Rode mics in, in the past. I talked about this That's multiple cool. times. That's, I love that. You know what I mean? Like the first, because mm -hmm. you know why? The, the cool thing is that you didn't go for any small brand. You went straight to the big brand. And I did the same. The first brand okay. I collaborated with was LifeX. No. I love yeah, their stuff. I, I, LifeX. Like, that's why you see my light on the wall. They gave me that a $300 product. Mm. $300 plus product I showed in the world. They gave me this light. And this is, this is before, like, I even, like, I only post. This is when I started with, um, when I was slowly migrating Squealism over to my own personal brand. And I reached out to them and I just, they wanted to, you know, they wanted me to see not to go back to your story in a sec. I can't interrupt. Uh, it's they all wanted good. Me it's to, good. And yeah, it was LifeX and they, I contacted them and they got back to me. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Um, this is, you know, I was like, didn't have any photo of myself, anything like that. I just said that I have a good connection with my audience mm -hmm. and And they just wanted to see how I was going to use the product. So I sent them like yep. two pictures, three pictures uh, of my workspace. Mm -hmm. And 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 here, like, here I am still using the light. Like, that, that was one of the first brands I reached out to and, yep. and got a feedback. Anyway, carry on. Your yep. road, yeah. Um, no, but that's basically the story. Um, I, I want to, to um, cut down the brands to the ones that... Um, I had experience before I got free stuff from them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or I, I love the products so much that I proposed the idea onto them. So every brand that yeah. I will work on, uh, work with in 2021 um, with products that I showed this year um, will almost all be exclusive partners. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome. But like, yeah, go back to the thing is, um, go back to those smaller um, creators. Yeah, I mm -hmm. like, I see the community as the trends going there. You know, I have to work with this brand. I have to shoot all this brand. And their their personal taste is gone because obviously at the end of the day, you weren't thinking about this product. You weren't going to buy that product. You're only shooting it because they gave it to you. And that, that, in my opinion, that's not your personal taste. Yeah. Um, you, you may create the content to your own taste, but the product. So like when I get offers, I only accept offers from products that are actually needed. So for like, if I did a, a video on my YouTube, all the products I have on my workspace, either free and because I needed them, because I never had them in the first place, but I needed that I was looking for. So yep. this is how I built my setup over the years as well. It's from products that um, I've reached out to or clients yep. uh, that I've I needed because at the end of the day, if I accept something I didn't need for content, I just have it there. It's, it's a bad way of thinking in terms of uh, profiting and growing. But obviously now this is the direction I'm heading towards because um, I need to create content in different ways to attract brands. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, and um 
if of course it's uh, it's easier at the beginning when you start working with small brands, maybe only for a product exchange, you start learning how to work brands, how to create content for brands, how to get into uh, contract situations um, and stuff like that. But you won't attract the big brands to get you know the experience that you really need you know maybe to negotiate yeah a, yeah yeah. A, yeah 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 in, in air quotes paycheck but in your situation let's say you use you, you grew to a page with 40k followers but you haven't touched a brand deal with all uh, while you grew to that uh, number and then you will attract the big brands but you have no experience for you it's not the case of course you have you know you have the experience <laughs> But uh, there, there will be people that never were interested yeah, yeah. Uh, in oh. that. And all of a sudden they got get into that and they have to relearn or they have to learn brand work, collaboration oh. work, neg yeah, negotiation, yeah. contractual stuff. Yeah, there's a pros and cons to, you know, to, to, to all that. So like, obviously you get, you get the experience of working with different brands. But to be honest, man, like those smaller brands, they're not, they don't work the same way as the big brands because the big brands will send contracts out. Mm -hmm. So I just had to fill out a tax form and they didn't even have a freaking clue what to do. Like it was American tax form. And I was like, mm -hmm. do I even need to do this? And I was going through it. I was like, what the fuck does all this mean? It's American. So it's form. I read the contract and everything like that. Um, you're just to like, it's not the same. It just makes it easier for sure. But, If your content is, if you like for your own products, if you can shoot products with what you've got, imagine of what you can shoot if you had products from big brand, like, you know, yes. in, the, in the long run. So yeah. if you build your skills up from what you've got, making what you have work, imagine when something good comes along, your work is going to be a hundred times better. Yeah. Uh, and by the time that happens, you're, you're going to grow and everything like that. And it's the thing, um, if if you make it work with less stuff, only with the stuff that you have laying around, um, maybe yeah. you, you know, for a photo, photo shoot or product photo shoot, you start with natural light. You start without a software. Yeah, I, you start without, you know, anything. Bro, Then I, you, the you learn the, sorry, yeah? Yeah, the funny thing is when you see softbox, the funny thing is all these years, I don't even have a softbox. No? I don't have anything. I shoot everything with natural lighting. That's why wow. it's so hard for me. Like I've learned to, like it was, it's very hard for me. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm shooting with natural lighting and then the cloud rolls by and my second shot's way out. That you hurts. know what I mean? So all, so yeah, all these hard things that I've endured have made me a better, like at visually, uh, visual, like detecting minute errors that mm -hmm. people would never, would normally miss. Um, because I've seen it before and I've seen the errors and, and I don't know for me personally I just like to fail a lot and person personally so I like to fail a lot so I'm just, so I can pick up on the failures mm -hmm. that I've had so yep. I don't make it again um, yeah bro anyway carry on yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't have a self box at all no that's it's all good um, but uh, yeah it's you know you 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 start with nothing and create something really good 
and then you you know you purchase your equipment over time you start to learn the techniques you start to learn more detail work um, you maybe you get a new camera you get new lenses you get backdrops you get this you get that um, but um, if if you can create something with only the basic stuff with a um, with maybe only with your iPhone or with a phone that's mm -hmm. two three years old and that can attract brands and products and stuff like that and maybe a paycheck yeah, yeah. you're on the right track and then everything yeah. else will come after yeah I'll, I'll tell you something like with with everything i have the funny thing someone might find this very uh, inspirational or mm -hmm. motivating a little bit so before i was just shooting with my phone uh, with a shitty camera um and that so i needed to buy a camera so because I've learned Photoshop and, and, and Lightroom, and, you know, I needed to make some money. So I, I needed to buy a camera. I don't have the money. I did have the money, but I didn't want to use my business money to buy this, like at the time it was a hobby. So because I learned Lightroom and everything, I decided to find a client to shoot for. So I, I found this client, I uh, charged him hundreds of dollars to shoot. And I was, and before I even like, I, I made them deposit the money and I went out and bought the camera with that money to, to shoot for them. This is, this is, this is how much of a hustler I am. Oh my. Mentality. So yeah. I, I, I was, I went and found the client, shot this product, got them to pay me, went and bought this, mm -hmm. like before I shot the product, had a deposit, went and bought this camera. I had to put a little bit of my money back and, you know, and that project there paid for my camera. So this nice. is how of a, this is how much of a hustler I am. It's just the way, because I grew up, you know, not having all this stuff or not having a lot of money. I had to be creative in terms of getting to what I want. This is how, this is why, um, this is, this is how, this is how my mindset works. This is how I do things. You just got to hustle. and just. I love that. I love that attitude because you can't, um, you can't teach hustle. It's either in you or it's already, you know, it's either in you and yeah. haven't found it yet, or you're already kind of showing it throughout yeah, yeah. It's just, how you work. Yeah. I've got some funny stories, but of my hustles when I was young about <laughs> let's not go into that but yeah I think when I hear someone saying you know oh how did you get this or oh, I can't get that or you know I just at the end of the day I just say you haven't thought hard enough you before you even came to me you just haven't thought hard enough but if you actually thought hard enough you 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 are you would have answered your question already or, or did all the research mm -hmm. and everything like that you know, at the end of the day, there's, there's always a way to get something that you want. You just got to think, um, you just got to think hard about it. Uh, just don't do anything bad to get it. <laughs> just don't sell drugs. It's a fast never, way out, but just don't sell never, drugs. Never sell drugs. <laughs> just take drugs, but don't sell them. <laughs> Just joking. I'm joking. I'm no, joking. It's fine. It's, fine. it's all good. Um, okay, let's move. I have three more topics. Um, I think this will absolutely wrap up the time and, and the quick rapid fire session. Um, yeah, yeah. So you, as we talked about earlier, and as people seen on your feed, uh, you just moved into iOS, um, and you're currently on the macOS iOS combo. Yeah, yeah. Um, the MacBook and the iPhone. Yeah. Um, have and. 
the question is, would you, uh, would you have either a PC Android combo or a Mac OS iOS combo? If you uh, could what choose. I do, I, yeah. mm -hmm. oh, if I could choose now or can I use both? Um, you can only choose answer. one. Oh, no, there, um, there's no budget. You know, you can go top of oh, the line. Uh, oh, this is so hard. Uh, for what I'm doing now, I'll probably go with um, the Apple ecosystem. Mm -hmm. If I had no budget, I would go to the Apple ecosystem. Um, I would probably upgrade everything to, <laughs> to, to, to the Apple ecosystem. Just, yeah. Yeah. Would you go for the Mac question? Pro? Yeah, of course. Would you um, go the Mac Pro? I, you, you know what? I like, um, I, like, I like the Mac Mini mm -hmm. uh, because oh, I can choose my peripherals. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Maybe the, the Mac. What's the other one? The station? Uh, the desktop? The iMac. iMac. Yeah, I, 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 think I would go with Mac Pro or the mm -hmm. Mac Mini. Uh, because I can pick my own screen and, and, and peripherals and all that stuff like that with them, with the with the iMac, you 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 basically pay for what you buy um, with the screen and the, it's a unibody, so I can't select my own screen yeah. or display aesthetically. So and I hate the bezels; it's just so thick. Um, yeah, the iMac needs a definite redesign. That is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Like, I don't know, the iMac's awesome, but I, I personally, I think it's just, they should just do something awesome with the Mac mm -hmm. Mini. The, the new Mac yes. Mini, the M1, it's, it's a powerful beast. I think the Mac Mini just reclaimed the throne for uh, best mini computer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I mentioned this. Yeah, I think in terms of value consumers, I, I think it's the best for consumers. It's so cheap in, the, in America. Mm -hmm. 690, I think 699. In, in Australia, so. it starts at it starts at a thousand dollars. Ooh. In Australia. Ooh. Yeah, and without a screen and without mouse and keyboard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's it, bro. Like, I would probably go with mm -hmm. um, the Apple e ecosystem for what I'm doing. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Next. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, well, it's only one more question because you you we had your approach to creating. Um, it's it kind of shifted over our summer. I just talk too much. No, that's perfectly fine. I think that's, it, it's good when it's, uh, when it's like a flow and I don't have to ask too many questions, but um, yeah, yeah, when, okay. when, when I look at, at my uh, approach to creating, um, because our styles couldn't be more different. The only thing that we have in common is like, we like both very clean, very minimal, yeah 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 um but you are well you do have a lot of whites but what when you you have more green tones you have more vibrant colors you have all your, your hustle anywhere wallpapers you have the 80s vibes icon pack and stuff like that for me it's like it's almost monochrome with a hint of color um when it's, yeah the hmm? carry on sorry bro. And, and, <laughs> carry on. and and when i um when i try to uh because if, if you look at my feed, there's sometimes like a, a matte filter on my photos. Then there's a yeah. very clean, dark shot. And it's always kind of moving. And I'm still trying to to find my perfect black or dark shot. And um, maybe is it for you that you have 
found your your style, your your filter, your preset? Yeah, um, when I started, I when I transitioned over to my personal for myself, personal realism, um, I did did low research, and mm -hmm. I wanted to create my own preset. And that taught me a lot with that process, creating preset and um, editing that, you know, with the, when you, in Lightroom, it can be quite daunting because there's a lot of settings and color manipulations here. You know, even with, I even know how to use the, um, what well, you were talking about this before, the, the, those, curve. the, the curves, I've yeah. learned how to use the curves and that's where people get thrown off a lot. With, is with the curve, but the curve makes or breaks an image if you don't use the curve properly. Um, and it gives you that certain um, minimalism as well in, in lighting. Um, so, I, yeah, I think minimalism, squealism is the name. So originally when I started, I wanted to be uh, gray and minimalism. And you can see that if you go down a bit more, it was very gray and um, white, uh, bluish, you know. At the start, and I went for that for a while. Then I think the last couple of months, I just started to play around more warm tones and mm -hmm. and everything. And then That's recently, right. with my re with my rebranding, mm -hmm. uh, I've gone for more of uh, '80s uh, vibe, as you can see. Vibrant colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Like '80s vibe. Just I don't know more of maybe I'm not sure. It's people know it's more of my personality and. And that I used to do like I used to go out a lot and, and like I was influenced with 80s dance and stuff. You, if you come into the pub, you're like, who's this Asian guy in the corner dancing like an 80s? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the funniest shit. Like I because I, I grew up in New Zealand and mm -hmm. you know, culture and I immersed myself quite well in that. And when you when you if you always know Kiwi culture, like if you ever hung out with New Zealanders, uh, we drank drink a lot and the binge drinking and it was one of the really bad things and growing up you can't avoid it and you're always drinking and you know when you hit 18 you're in the club eh? and I'm just like you walk in and you see this little Asian guy in the corner just 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 going full 100 like full hand level 9000 <laughs> my god yeah <laughs> oh god this is uh, but I, I, I think what what your your approach is is, is really cool I like that you um, because with my style it limits me uh, it's it's very distinctive um, but mm. it's also very limiting and um, sometimes I envy that about others that have the creativity because as a creative you want to be as free of limitations as you can and I kind of do the opposite yeah. with with that I think in terms of, if, if, okay, let, let me give some advice. So I, in terms of marketing, right, mm -hmm. there's always, um, I can't remember the actual term is, but that's the best way to test your content is one day you would just, um, you just throw out a, a ball, a, a ball curve, but literally just one day, just suddenly just throw out something unexpected and just fall in, just immerse like the direction that you want to hit just one day just mm -hmm. post it and yeah. continue on normal and see what people's reaction is you i think 100 you're going to find that the engagement is going to be very high in that of course yeah um, um sometimes something totally different yeah if that's that's um, um i talked about this before when before i started i kind of scanned instagram pinterest 
mm. um, to, to see if there's anything out there that I had in my head, like an idea. Um, mm. And I was, that's why my, my goal for the end of the year was 500 followers because I, I knew uh, when I started posting that this is a niche within a niche. And I didn't know if this was as responsive to others as it was as it was for me, and now um, it it's it became like I wouldn't say a movement for a movement. I'm way too um, I'm way too small, but it, I think it it found its place. The um, kind of black yeah. technology yeah. Photo, um, photography. Yeah, I don't think you're small anymore because once mm -hmm. you hit five thousand, it's it's you're probably class is a, a mini influencer and that's probably the best time to really push things with brands more because your audience mm -hmm. is a lot more engaged because once you start to grow the engagement percentage will just very just like you, you can't really do anything about it you just have to keep creating like for me my page to be honest like the last couple of days like the reach thing it's very deep because i'm transitioning i understand that but that doesn't really stop me because there's a goal in mind. And if I hit that goal, the, those engagement and stuff, it's not going to really, it's not going to affect me mm -hmm. as long as I still uh, get the results that I need to, to get, right? But for you as a mini, as a micro-influence, you have a lot of leverage because your engagement is so high. So you should probably start to maybe reach out to brands a bit more and use that while you can at your peak. Um, once you hit 10,000, you do have a lot of authority it's already, um, it does work with bigger brands, but if you want to just to level up a bit more and get more maybe like paid, mm -hmm. I think you could do it pretty well. Um, Micro-influence are pretty big these days. Yeah. And I, I, funny enough, this week I got more, uh, more emails about possible collaborations and deals that are actually paid. Um, but for me, the good thing for me is I'm, a paycheck for me is an added bonus. I don't need it. I have a full-time job. Yeah. Um, it's not a leverage from, for a brand to pay me. Um, if I don't want to work with them, I just don't work with them. You know. Um, and if yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. new that I haven't tried out before, I will at least check it out, give it a try. But um, as I said, in, uh, with, with the start of 2021, this will kind of all shift in towards, uh, towards a different direction. But um, I yeah. feel very comfortable where I'm currently at. And uh, I think you do too. And I think especially uh, we're in, this, in the space that we are, um, of course, you are in a different space. You are more of a creative worker. I'm, you do UI, UX design, you do web design, you do this and that. I'm just yeah, yeah. shooting you. I'm just shooting photos and putting them on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know, like all those skills I've learned that really, really helped me with a lot of things. I can mm -hmm. get you know my website. I can build my own website. Um, yeah, I can make things look. Um, I think people are saying that everything I'm doing looks more, uh, let's just say, professional. Uh, maybe because I because I do a lot of professional work for others, so that that kind of reflects on my own when it comes to my website and stuff like that. Um, particularly when it comes to like marketing point of view, they're like, you know, I've had feedback on the Hustle Anywhere's website because I built all of that by myself. Um, and, and, you know, um, I just, I'm, I'm not a coder, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm that different generation of like um, Lego pieces. I piece Legos together to, 
to produce something. And that's me uh, in a sense. But it'd be cool to learn to code one day. It is. And you could, you could journey that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've like, like UX was one point that I was trying mm-hmm. to journey and I learned yep. that. And once, as I said, it's really bad. It's a, it's a, re- it's a bad trait to have. But at the same time, it's so, um, it's so good. Um, it's so good because you learn so much and you don't feel regret, you don't regret things that you haven't tried that you had the opportunity to do. And I don't regret a lot of things that I, I've done, uh, you know, from my upbringing, from binge drinking, going out all weekend, wasting my time in my, in my, in my early twenties. All I did was like just a lot of, a lot of partying. Uh, if anyone yeah. knows anything about no one literally when i tell them this story like i used to go out drinking a lot mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. partying um, yeah. i never did any of this and they're like what i couldn't i couldn't imagine you doing that huh? i'm like yeah man you should have seen me like i was like <laughs> I, was, I was around i was a rager all, all out weekend uh, all weekend out just having yeah having yeah fucking party all day long yeah just spewing <laughs> my rings out you know what i mean uh-huh. just perfect just raging anyway this um i miss that <laughs> sometimes i miss that too but i don't miss the hangovers lasting no. three days oh fuck yeah no God, no none of that no I'm, I'm done <laughs> done with that shit i'm done with it i'm too old i'm too old <laughs> i think it's like i think it depends who you do it with now like it, it comes down to who you do that with when yeah. you get older who you want to yeah. spend that time with now if it's if it's just a couple of drinks here and there and nothing, you know, uh, vodka here and then whiskey well, over there it. and shots and this and it's that. Either, it's, it's either it's either all in or not. Yeah, yeah. I can't like I can't sit down and be like have a drink and I'm like are you and, like someone invites me and be like hey let's go for a drink. Are we is this all in or just a drink? Mm-hmm. Just a drink. Nah, okay. See you later, mate. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when you're all in. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I have to go into training camp to to have a, a party or at least yeah, a, yeah. a full um, full out drunken night. Just a few drinks, man. Like I yeah, think just, just a few drinks, and I'm, and I'm your best friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I, dude, I uh, I sometimes drink a, a port wine, um, Portuguese wine, yeah. and if I have, let's say three to four glasses, I can definitely feel that mad max, mad max comes out eh? mad max comes out oh definitely oh <laughs> god damn it. yeah but uh, next day um but i i stopped drinking because of working out and fitness and stuff like that so um yeah that's yeah that's one thing i need to get into eh? as you get older you want to work out but living on the gold coast bro like every guy that you see here is fucking like like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I, go for Arnie. And I'm just, this, this is probably why I don't go down to the beach. <laughs> everyone works out. It's a very health conscious place. And um, yeah, I would, say, I, would just, I would guess so. <laughs> yeah, everyone, you know, it's just crazy. It's, you know, if, if you're single here, oh my God. Jesus Christ. You can get some tail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to move oh, into, expensive. you want to move into the rapid fire section? before we yeah yeah sure yeah yeah I, yeah i'll stop talking <laughs> that's right you have to talk now you have to so first thing that comes into your mind um boxes or briefs oh um briefs briefs okay pizza or burger burger 
Favorite city in Australia besides the one you live in? Uh, Melbourne. Do you wear socks with sandals? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, perfect. Last one. Fill in the blank. Tarn is blank. Funny. <laughs> perfect. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. No, I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, at the end of the day, just if anyone's listening, uh, I say that a lot actually, if anyone's listening, <laughs> I would say it like no one listens to your podcast or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see that a few times. I didn't mean it that way. If you, if anyone, I was saying it again. Um, yeah, no. Um, uh, yeah, for for anyone that's like kind of getting into Instagram and stuff like that, you know, there's a lot of strategy out there, and I, I pause you to not to fall into some of the strategies because I've talked mm -hmm. to a lot of uh, some creators, and um, even ones within our community. Some of the strategy because uh, I could pick. I'm very good at detecting, you know, if, if someone's using, using a strategy or not. And one of the strategies that I've seen from users that, um, that was really good in the past was that um, jumping into like, you know, like different uh, pods, you know, engagement pods and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And that, mm -hmm. that would definitely um, ruin. Um, it's a good, it's, it's, you know, the, the endorphin gets released when you get a comment and everything like that. It's very enticing. Yeah, but it it's, it's just it's just a lot of work i've been yeah. in pods i've been mm -hmm. in before um it's a lot of work and you better to focus on yeah. your own content and not at worry some about point, too at much. some point it moves from being fun to being work and work is not always fun we always have yeah to yeah and, and yeah and the podcast and the podcast and the <laughs> pods i've been into like it's just when someone becomes like dramatic you know you didn't do this you didn't do that you didn't you know it's just it's not fun anymore and, and i applaud you like people just to kind of just be themselves and just not worry yeah. about the growth and just do your thing do your thing yourself, it will attract yeah. people it will attract people if you are yourself if you show your per, uh, your genuine personality people will get attracted to that and it will um, grow your following yeah yeah exactly yeah um Ah, Torn, thank you for hanging out with me. Um, thank you for making this work. I we started two hours early. Uh, we we set up the schedule for midnight my time and 9 a.m. your time. Um, you were awake, and I I said you're ready to go. So thank you for that. Um, gives me two hours of sleep more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell um, the world, tell the people what's going on in your life. What's next for you? What's your next great challenge and goal you want to reach? Yeah. Um, so if anyone has made it to end, thank you for listening. And thank you, Max, for having me on here. Uh, I'm not too sure we covered all the topics. I just, it's just really about just talking and this what podcast We will have a second about. episode. We will have a second yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. I really, yeah. <laughs> I, I know this episode, I went on a tangent a bit and just talked about it's a random stuff. We Perfectly did say fine. that. I was going to. Um, I definitely wanted to cover more of a topic mm -hmm. if we can get onto the topic, it'd be cool. But um, in the moment, I'm just working on my personal brand. And as I said, I, try, I like to try these things. I'm just attempting uh, YouTube again on a fresh account. I do have another account, but I just prefer to start fresh. And also on the side, I'm trying to grow my visual freelancing business and my other brand called or inspirational page 
called Hustle Anywhere. And uh, yeah, that's that's my goal at the moment, really, with online stuff. Perfect. Dude, um, all the best to all your endeavors. Um, thank you again for having the time. And um, yeah, I would say we close out the show right now and I will cue the music. Thank you for listening. This has been episode number 21 with Squarelism, my good buddy from Australia, the Kiwi, the Kiwi living in the, at the Gold Coast. Have a good night. Bye.